and then, then, then that you won't see me don't think you've changed your mind you better change it back or we both be sorry don't you want me hello i realize that stan when he says hello he goes hello every time he answers <laughs> yeah. Um, well this is a very special podcast welcome back to two guys on gleek this is a special one because this one's late which makes it so special so fun and think that's your fault uh well okay. <laughs> i will take blame for this one i had to get up early tomorrow at 8 a.m because one division one one division one you don't the last to. episode <laughs> yes i do sophie because i have to know what happens when it comes out because i know if i wake up late and go on Twitter by accident, I'll find out stuff I don't want to. This is a very special episode because it's the Madonna episode, which is a lot of people's favourites. How do you guys feel about the episode as a whole? Um, I really I like it. I thought it was really good. I um, only I like think... it for Jonathan Groff. <laughs> yeah, he he has his shiny moments in this a lot. He has a lot of screen time. Um, as he should. As he should. This is a very uh, sexy episode. It has lots of. Uh, Seggy, Seggy, I think is the word people use these days. Theme, Seggy theme. Um, so if you're not into that vibe, then turn off. So okay, let's get straight into the episode. Um, we don't get a here's like Miss Ugly again. They kind of assume that we know we're talking about at this point. I feel like at this point, if you're just watching episodes randomly, like why would you do that? Imagine you... someone just going onto this episode just because they want to see some Madonna. <laughs> like what? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> turn um, this off. Um, so we get, she says, even in, this is like Sue writing in her journal, which like, even in voiceover, I didn't realize how much breaking of the fourth wall there is in this show. It gets less and less throughout the seasons. Season one, though, there's a lot. Like, mm. a lot. Yeah, but like at this time, shows like Friends and stuff were a big thing. And breaking the fourth wall in Friends is a big thing. Is it? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> they, don't, they don't do it that. They don't really do it. I don't think I can think of... I think they do. In what? I can't think of one time. <laughs> can you give me an example? No. <laughs> <laughs> but also, just a quick... You said Friends was really popular. But that was in, that ended in 2002. Glee started yeah. in 2009. It's the same decade. <laughs> Janet <laughs> Jackson was popular all the way through the 90s. From 90... 90 to 2000. <laughs> do you want? Are you, do you need a break? Do you want? Do you need a quick break? Yeah. <laughs> do you have any food? Are you okay? You feeling all right? Um, well, thank yeah. you for that really insightful uh, point that you made. Um, <laughs> yeah, breaking the fourth wall. It's a, I don't mind if Sue does it. It's quite funny. If Will Shooter does it, it makes me uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Most the, things Will Shooter does make me uncomfortable. Uh, I will. Okay. Again, the deterioration of me trying to accept and love Will for who he is. Is just it's rapidly increasing. It really is. I thought I was literally going to be holding the banner of love and appreciation, and it's just being burnt in front of me. Like I can't. Right. I can't. I'm. Yeah. I. I kind of agree. Like he's not. I wouldn't say he's creepy, but he's just creepy. You know. There's just things that he does that he doesn't need to do. I. I don't like agree spy with on the children, and a lot of them yeah. are in this episode. Oh my yes. god. Yes, there's at least two. I don't understand Sue's logic. She says she, she wants to play Madonna really loudly in the halls everywhere. I don't really know why. Like, is that supposed to get everyone hyped up? Because surely after you've heard a song play so many times, you get sick of it and want it to want to die. Well, I uh, don't know well... about the educational side of it, but I personally think that Madonna should be played in all halls of the school. <laughs> 
Like of every school. <laughs> of every school. Well, just the one. I was talking like one song I remember hearing actually in the halls, which is either uh, I don't know song, but that's that one of the notes. Um, that's such a good song. I love that one. I, it's really good. Isn't it? It's not. <laughs> as good I love. As, uh, but it's better than. Uh. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Say right. it louder. <laughs> I will. So then she says like, "Oh, Madonna is uh, is known by just Madonna, like not a second name. I don't know what is Madonna's second name. Anyone know?" Uh, should I Google? Quick Google. But she says, from now on, Becky Jackson, you're just Becky. I swear she called <laughs> Becky Jackson a lot in the show. Yeah. yeah. Becky Jackson. So, oh my gosh. Madonna Louise Sissoni? Uh, spell that. Sissoni. No, <laughs> C I C C O N E. C I C C O N E. Sicone. You went, you know, when you're sick of a cone? Sick of <laughs> I'm sick of you, Cole. So, is she not? What is? What's her nationality? That's American. not. A, that's not a British second name, is it? She's American. Completely. I thought you were a lesbian. She was born in Michigan. <gasps> Stop it! If she wasn't, yeah. Why do you have any ties with Michigan? Because oh, you, you suck, Darren Chris. Star kids, you suck, started. Darren Chris. Do you, not, do you not know why I have such <laughs> Michigan stuff? Me and Liz no. are doing Michigan jumpers. Okay, well, that's fine. People who are listening know what I'm talking about. I like how you just said, you suck, Darren Chris. <laughs> I, I wish. But did you have a sex day... dream about Darren Chris? Did you, did you kiss the cardboard cutout? Always. Did you have that's a sex dream about Darren Chris? <laughs> Always. That's not what I'm talking about. No, it's kind of similar. My friend literally went, have you ever looked at Darren Chris's hands? I was like, yeah. She goes, oh, the, thing, the, things, they do, the things I make, let them do to me. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> And just I, now, I can't stop thinking about that, and it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, she's not wrong. Chris. She's not wrong, but he's a tiny man. No. He's so tiny. <laughs> That's so true. I'm he's... six foot. Are you six foot? I am six foot. Emily, you haven't seen me sometimes. Since, like Sam, I saw you like two weeks ago. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Your birthday was not. Two oh, weeks speaking ago. of Emily, what day are you moving? Moving as in going back to university or moving this house. Yeah. Saturday. Whatever. Oh no. I mean you could just post it to my uni hall. That's money. Do we to pay you two pounds? No. Why would you do that? It's your birthday present. Okay, well, yeah. um I'm Emily, home could all day. You pay so... me two pounds for my <laughs> birthday. No. That's more than you spent on my birthday present altogether. True. <laughs> if you want to like post it, I'm quite busy, so you might not catch me. Oh my people, god, I... shut up. Right. No, but I'm being so, I actually am really busy. So if I, if I walk to your house and post it through your letterbox, it will get to you. Yeah. Good. Oh my god. <laughs> if you text me when you're on your way, though, I might, because it's like, a, I have like a two hours, like two hours of gaps, but like in random places. I can't remember Emily, where, where right. exactly. The only thing that you'll be doing is on a lecture. I leave my lessons to go make pizza rolls <laughs> during. <laughs> I think yeah, you can I have... leave. I think you can leave the lecture for five minutes. Then the next scene is Rachel talking to all the girls in the choir room about her like relationship problems with Jesse. One thing. Why about, is, why is there? What Will comes in if he overheard it? Okay, that's fine. But he just sits there. He and, like, sits lingers. down. He 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 perches in the corner. And he waits until they finish the entire conversation before I'm going, excuse me, I don't mean to butt in. I'm like, go away. 
That's yeah. Also, that that's not even his classroom. I know. He has a he has a classroom that he could use. Also, it didn't can, seem to. Can we please appreciate Wait. that half of my notes say <laughs> just something to do with Jonathan Groff? You <laughs> <laughs> made notes. That's so in this say. scene, I've put who would break up with Jonathan Groff? I want to do it with Jonathan Groff. I yes. don't. He's just. Oh, he's just so pretty. So I made a t- uh, a TikTok where it was like Jonathan Groff and Darren Chris are polar, like the exact opposites. So like, um, yeah, Darren Chris is the gayest straight man ever, and then Jonathan Groff is the straightest gay man ever. Straight oh gay man. Both of them could get anybody they wanted, and we'd say stop it right now. So Rachel went to a Wiggles concert. They're literally. I remember watching Wiggles when I was literally like three. The Wiggles. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, but I cultural reset. They were. But I mess. I mess up the Wiggles and bananas and pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the bananas and pajamas? Yes. They're so different. They're, They're but, such different no, shows. So similar. Really, come on! One of them. They're similar in the fact that they're made for children. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing else that's similar about them. No, Bananas and Pajamas is a skit show. The Wiggles was um like actual performers. Okay, so why do you know, <laughs> Sophie? Why do you know so much about the Wiggles? He's and like, so and actually, and the Wiggles are actually a visual actually, masterpiece. The only thing that they have in common <laughs> is that they're made for children. Oh, she's googling it. She's googling this stuff. She knows us. <laughs> She's got like the Google open of just the Wiggles Wikipedia. She has it's her, the, wig, it's the her Wiggles. Back, it's yeah. her back, sc- back screen. Her lock screen. Back screen. <laughs> you a, what's your back screen? It's not, but it should be. <laughs> Maybe I should do that. Just do what? <laughs> Make it my butt. I don't think you should. Right, quickly moving on. The scene with Will and Emma. One of the pamphlets has I'm in love with my stepdad on it. (laughs) I think it's just so funny that Emma really thought Will said, by the way, okay, to help you out, I will have sex with you. You're welcome. And she's like, (laughs) what? And he was like, no, I didn't mean that. Also, Emily, you might know the line, but they made a Britney Spears reference. And in my... Yes. Mm. I... I just put hashtag free Britney. Is she okay now? I no. saw something about her dad no. recently. No, she's not. She got away from her dad and her boyfriend, but... Another thing, this, this whole scene to the Emma and Will talking about, you know, like, helping her with her, like, sexual issues. The door's not closed. The door's still open. Like, I don't right. understand why they think they can have these deep, intense conversations with literal like 14 walls being like, hello, I have my therapy session now. She's like, no, I'm talking about sex. And she's like, leave. Um, like, you say you that. And then, <laughs> no, because she literally tells him in the middle of a very busy corridor that she's ready to have yes! sex with him. Yes. In the, in the concrete stairs. We don't see him again after this episode. Like, it's already the <laughs> stairs. No. But, like, I understand. But Emily, can you imagine? Well, I want to reenact it. Like, so, like the neck brace cheerio is coming in for a therapy, <laughs> right? <laughs> Emma's just like, no, sorry. Um, how, talking about sex with your teacher. Can you leave? Give <laughs> you like five minutes. Yeah. Four is what I need. We need this five minutes. Well, like, how long do you just... last? Four. Okay. Four minutes. Four minutes. Poor Will Schuster. Poor Will Um. Oh my god. So four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you only got four minutes. Oh, 
four minutes. Then, so I don't know if Will exits the um, Emma's room. What's it called? Emma's office. But I guess he does. He's in the corridor and he like turns, like the dramatic, like throw stop believing turn because he hears music. <laughs> he's he's like a little like you know like the little flies, the moths that fly into light. Moths. He's like that with with, <laughs> with with music. He has to go wherever music is. And it's like, there can't be music less in the choir room. I own music. Where is this music coming from? Like, Will, Will Schuster is a moth. Will Schuster is a moth to the musical flame. Um, it's just like, what is happening? And then he storms, he comes in, just little creeping into the Cheerios rehearsal, which is amazing and top-notch, by the way. Um, right. Mm-hmm. Really good. One thing I will say is, all the men on stilts are 40. They were all 40. Also, why see? does no one question the fact that they're on stilts? Um, well, <laughs> Sue tries to shoot Britney out of a cannon season two, so anything's possible, really. And then I put, what if they're not on stilts and they're just that tall? No, because what's funny is that when they, like, finish, obviously standing still on stilts is hard. You have to, like, constantly be kind of be walking. So when they're yeah. like, ta-da! They're still, like, patting left and right. It's really funny. Um, so then this whole madonna performance for some reason gives will this epiphany he's like oh my god i must do madonna in my class so he writes around the wall of the thing and you know i mean um and finn's like "Mm, i don't really like madonna i don't care finn i really don't care your opinion at all (laughs) is it important no it's not like can you imagine if you went like okay you go to history like so doing world war ii oh i don't really like world war ii oh okay we're gonna change it then Will listing off all so Will's like I'm really upset with you guys for like not taking to Madonna like the girls do because you're all being sexist misogynistic I'm like you're literally listing off things that you have been in the last 13 episodes Will take a hike (laughs) also the fact the fact that Puck mentioned Madonna being a Hall of Fame milf (laughs) so then we get to express yourself which is a great number all the numbers episodes is great the costumes are kind of good in that song they are amazing. I love this performance. I think it's so good. I think Kurt should have been in it personally, but that's yeah. just my yeah. own qualm. Although, I, I feel so bad for it, but I can never take Leah Michelle seriously when she dances. Right. I, don't, I don't think she's that bad. No, it's not that she's bad. Like, obviously, like she's a trained dancer. Like, it's not that she's bad, but it's just... I just find it so weird to watch her dance. Yeah, definitely. I don't understand. I mean, but she sounds amazing, so... Indeed. But here's the question of the day. Every single time we have the episode, I always ask it, where is Quinn's bump? And it's not there. It wasn't there. They took it off, that that number. And I don't she understand. wasn't pregnant in that one. No, because... Well, the only way I could think about, like, it maybe being justified is it's like a dream performance. So, like, they performed it in the choir room but like they were showing it on the auditorium but that makes no sense because there was audience they were sitting in the audience so like that's not a thing yeah but they have to just be like come on that's the one plot line they're drilling into our head from like day four and they can't keep it consistent like keep the bump on her <laughs> come on or just not put her in the number switch her out for for cut you know what was why well, couldn't have chris colford worn that he would look great i would have been aroused what well, uh, more <laughs> <laughs> more, more importantly, why can't Jonathan Groff be in that number? <laughs> that would have been amazing, actually, in fairness. Okay, sorry, a performance like that, okay, maybe the boys aren't as damn with it. At least clap once they finish. They also, they're like, mm. yeah, no, it was bad. so good. They're all being annoying. But, 
I get it if you don't want to perform Madonna, but you have to like listening to her. That was a great song. Yeah, literally. And they performed Also, that. come on. Also, at least one... Right. All of those boys have a crush on at least one of the girls. Yes. So why are they just not... I mean, the girls look so good literally. in that. Like, why were they not enjoying it visually? Well, there was one point where Finn just looked to the other way. He looked off camera. He was like, no, I'm not looking at this. Like, he was disgusted. <laughs> I was like, girl, Matt Rutherford probably had to crush on all of them. But, um, <laughs> no, we talked about this. Oh, were you there? No, it was just Liv. You probably don't listen to the podcast. But um, do you listen to the podcast? <laughs> no. We no. had a theory that Matt Rutherford was supposed to be Blay Anderson um, in another world. So, basically, season two is going to be like, Matt Rutherford kind of comes out as gay. And he's actually been in love with Kurt Hummel the entire time. I reckon that would have been a great storyline. But instead, he just doesn't stay on he the show. He got <laughs> transferred. Anyway, so then we move on to the scene where, like, everyone's, like, in costume. Well, everyone, I say that, Brittany was in costume. And she's talking about her new boyfriend, who's her seven-year-old cousin or something stupid like that. That, that, stop. Santana thinks that now she needs to sleep with Finn to uphold her image. I mean, I don't think Sue said sleep with them. They just, Sue said, get a boyfriend who's a bit, who's younger than you. Because, so Santana tells Finn that... Jesse and Rachel are together, and he's like, "Oh my god, wait, what? She told me she wasn't." And then she he goes to confront Rachel, and Rachel's a really bad liar. She doesn't lie that much <laughs> in the show, but when she does lie, it's really bad. Also, why she, she shouldn't have why bothered? Is it such a big deal if she is dating Jesse? Because I think that they think he's a spy, which she ends up being. But you yeah, know, but then they can't trust who cares? Him. He's a sexy spy. It's Jonathan Groff. That's so true, but not in the show though. <laughs> He's Jesse, and Jesse's a sneaky little devil. He's still, he still has one of the coolest names. To be fair, they did well in giving their characters names. I actually really like most of the characters. Agreed, names. and I strongly believe he got named Jesse St. James so that he could see Jesse's girl. Strongly. Yes. I love this duet, Open Your Heart to Me, slash Borderline. Again, two songs that just, oh, they're just amazing, I, and iconic. I put you two are making a fool out of yourself. I mean, yeah, it was a lot. It was very dramatic. I feel like, especially like things like no, this is very similar to Nowhere, like almost identical to Nowhere. Like it has the same kind of like it's not that long <laughs> of a song. So within this song, "Open Your Heart to Me," borderline, it's one of the first times we see like tension between the two of them because obviously Rachel always liked Finn, and now Finn likes Rachel, and they both kind of like each other. So it's like the first time we see like tension between them. But here's the thing about Santana and Sue, I don't like, and this is the one thing I'll say about Santana and Sue, they can't take it. They can dish it out, but they get really offended when anyone makes fun of them. So Will makes fun of Sue's hair, even though the whole has been a whole joke from day one of Sue making fun of Will's hair. Will makes one comment, which, yes, is mean and uncalled for, but she gets really, really angry. I get that, but I feel like mm. later on, Santana just, like, doesn't care about anyone. Season like- six, Santana... I don't think there's any care in the world for anything. Oh, no. But I actually quite like the dramatic, like, loud song in the background. It makes everything really dramatic. And then we get to one of my favourite lines in the entire world, which is, Mercedes is black, I'm gay, we make culture. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> and he's not. Kurt Hummel, I love you. Um, so basically, Kurt, and Ta- Kurt Mercedes decide they're going to make a project with Sue in it to help her confidence and to get, like, a new style. Um, so then Jesse 
So Jesse and Rachel were going to have sexy times, but Rachel ran out or Jesse ran out, I can't remember. Um but then she's in okay, this is what I don't understand. She's then in the school library, the school library, and then someone like throws a book down. It's like a son time book or something. And she's like, Jesse? And then she pushes the books and his face is just like <clears throat> like he looks like a dis gonna kill her. He looks so angry. And then, and then he says, <laughs> I'm so glad you came. And I put, oh my god, Jonathan, stop. <laughs> Jonathan, stop it. But how do you get to the school? This is the school library. It's not like the, you know, the local Waterstones. I mean, who cares? It's Jonathan Grove. True. True. <laughs> um, so then... That's loud. Well, then, then we actually get to the scene. This is when you get to the outside scene where um, Emma's like, I'm taking charge of my body. I am planning on doing the nasty with you at your place tomorrow at 7pm or something like that. Um, you're literally in the public. Little, small children. Well, not little, small children, but young children are walking around you. No one wants to hear that or know that. Um, oh, also, back so to Jonathan. Get... Oh. He says, yes. <laughs> I would go all the way. No. <clears throat> he says that, like, I'll wait for you to go all the way. Blah, blah, blah. And I put in all caps, I would go all the way. Pick me, choose me. Love me. <laughs> Why is this your whole is the whole episode just you going, I would let him do that to me. I yeah. would <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wait, Fair. how many more? One, two, <laughs> three. I've got three it's more stopping... notes okay, about Jonathan good. Cross. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so then Vogue happened, which is one of the most amazing things that Glee's ever done. This took them like a week or so to film, something like that, something crazy. Um, it's so good. It's so, so good. iconic. It's such, you know, I put, oh my God, the men are sexy. Not Kurt, but the other men. Excuse me? Jane Lewis appreciation <laughs> show. Yes. So this is the exact replica of the music video, um, and it's so well done. And I have to disagree with you here. Chris Colfer in black and white is my religion. No. We see Chris Colfer in black and white three <laughs> times, I think, in the show. I'm really sorry, and but compared time... to the other men in that... No, no. he's just as... Ooh. No. Love Chris Colfer. I know your type <laughs> is, like, short twinks, but... <laughs> the first time that I ever watched it, I do remember, uh, like, my jaw just dropping. Yes. I didn't realise it went straight from Vogue straight into like a prayer not like a prayer like a virgin they do not hesitate to go straight from one song there was so many songs this episode i didn't realize didn't realize uh, uh, yeah and then i put yes i'm ready jonathan i can't lie to you i was saying this to stan earlier watching like a virgin version <laughs> like a virgin is um <laughs> is, uh, it's my bisexual nightmare Apart from i can't Edward lie to you and finn yeah Excluding them, yeah, mainly just Santana and Jesse. See, what I would say about this yeah. is that I appreciate the artistic license of having them all wear similar outfits on the similar beds, similar ways, and the girls wearing similar dresses with the same colour. But it's not appropriate mm-hmm. when one of the couples is a teacher's couple. So all at right. some point, you can't tell who <laughs> is with who. That's when it draws the line. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm I am very attracted to Santana in this scene though. I really I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm really attracted to Jonathan Groff in this scene. I'm attracted to yeah. both. If someone came out and I was sat on the bed and started singing like a virgin, 
I would up and leave. Off. Unless it was Jonathan Groff, and you'd be like, unless it's Jonathan Groff, then I would join in. So yeah, and I like how Leah and Jonathan were like, I'm used to this, because they had sex with each other on stage every night in Spring Awakening. They did. Them two were like, what's new? Do you know about the Stan? No. So in Spring Awakening, in the musical Spring Awakening. And literally, they have like it's like dead girl walking, but less screaming and more like right. more yeah. nudity, basically. Yeah. And dead dead girl walking, but less um less like right. you want to sing it. Boobs every night. Which wow. Is you want to go watch it? I it's online. And so they have sex every night on stage. Not literally, but you know what I mean. Um. So they they're used to this. They're like, yeah. what's new? Kissing Jonathan Groff? <laughs> Not surprised. Can we clap real quick? Don't I don't tell you why, but we're clapping first. For Santana's first vocals. Actually, I don't trust that. Yay. Hell yeah. <laughs> You're like, I don't trust that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took long to enough. 14 and we finally have... Oh, 15. Oh, sorry. No, 15. 15. 15, 15 episodes. Santana's vocals. And it's a small amount in the actual song that they actually... Put but out. she steals the song. Well... In my personal opinion, I am biased, <laughs> but... I biased, but I love her. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean and also poor sackless <laughs> sorry what <laughs> didn't know that was a person <laughs> sexless poor sexless thing because we presume I mean, it's, it's it's to presume is make an ass out of you and me i say that's a fact but we presume that Corey is not a <laughs> at this point in his life but he sure did look like one and that's probably maybe just good acting on Corey's part. I'll tell you he what, He looks though, so uncomfortable. I'll tell you what, Jonathan Groff can make an ass out of me any time. That's like any sense. Yeah, but you know what I Um. Oh, I say that. And then I, my next line is in capitals. saying, I would let Jonathan Groff absolutely destroy me. Yes, can you um, can you tag Jonathan Groff in this next episode? Is that is that loud? Um, this is just the Jonathan <laughs> Groff fan club at this media. point. What the fuck? Yeah, he does not have an Instagram. It's a bit depressing. So this whole song happens, and it was all a dream. It's all but a dream, which is the fact that they all had the same dream, which is quite funny. And them singing like a virgin. But Rachel <laughs> yeah. is staring in the bathroom like a deer in headlights. She's actually like. <laughs> I'm ready. Like, she looks so scared. Bless her, poor queen. Also, why is she wearing a cape? What's the cape for? Same. Really? Like a royal cape. I mean, that's such a fat mood, but, like, it. come on. This is when I, re- this is when I realised. This is when I realised. And you're going to think, what? But hear me out and think about it. Jesse St. James, season two Blaine, the same person. Just different sexualities. Okay. Oh, my God. They both that- move schools. Same person, <laughs> same text, Literally. different fonts. You were gonna say, imagine if Jesse Jane James and Blaine Anderson got together, and I agree. Oh, stop! There must be a fan section of that. Oh, one hundred percent. If not, um, Stan's gonna write <laughs> one. Happily. If I haven't read it, it's, if, it's if, I ha- if I haven't read it, it's not good. So, right? Because they're both like really sexy men, and some some of the somehow like how how he speaks and obviously his vocals like obviously a bit better than Darren Chris. Sorry, Darren Chris, love you, but like very similar like potential in performance, and just the fact that they're both just sexy men and they come. Nope, no fun. <laughs> they they, <laughs> they come in like half of the season, both of them. I'm right, right. Kind of. Wow. They literally said season one, season two, sexy men come half of the season. 
Jonathan Groff doesn't really stay, unfortunately. Well, he comes and goes. He comes, he comes back. He comes as he pleases. Oh, I hate myself. <laughs> Dad, Dad, please listen to this one. You can listen to any of them, not this one. Um, anyway. Bit late now. But... <laughs> Sorry, Jonathan. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, next question. <laughs> See ya. Oh, my God. I like how out every single person, Finn was the only one who had sex. I mean, Satana obviously as well, but like, out of all of them, Finn would be the one I was rooting for the least. Oh yeah, Rachel Berry would have been a that would have been a that would have been a twist. Rachel Berry did, I feel, especially that early on. Yeah, because she's such a queen in her own way. <laughs> um, in fairness to Brittany, he does look like Will Schuster's son. Please agree with me and tell me he's great too, <laughs> right? Maybe. No. So yes, <laughs> like we were robbed. We were robbed of Kurt Sadie's duets. This is one of only two. They have two duets this whole show. What's the second one? Ew. I am changing. Oh, yeah. Um, so that, that, even then, that's mainly Mercedes. Exactly. But, like, Kurt Hummel... Okay, Chris Colfer is singing the exact same key that Amber Riley is, and you tell me he has no talent. Like, he is singing <laughs> that song with pride. Yeah, I do and- say that... I don't want that image to be in my head because I'm filled with so much hatred for Will. I feel with nephew. something else. With Jonathan <laughs> <laughs> and <I've, laughs> I am filled with something else for Jonathan Cross. It's more nephew than son to me. Yeah, like a distant relative. Yeah. Um, so Jesse's Very supposed distant. to be the oldest. So Jesse's supposed to be 18 because he's a senior. Which, again, I mean, it kind of makes sense because he does look old, but obviously so does everybody else in the club. So... It doesn't really make that much sense to me, but you know, oh well. Rachel really said older man. Rachel's really Rachel's really done very well for herself. I know he's like ends up being a conniving little weirdo, but like Yeah, but who cares? This is the best episode of the number, but I said what? This is the best number in the episode. I know I said this every single time, but I could be lying because the last episode last one's really good as well. But four minutes is a cultural reset and I love it so much. Is one of my favourite songs in this entire series. It's a very good song to listen to the gym in, in the gym. If you want to go running? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do I look like I'm going to go running? Okay, well maybe I don't know. Other exercises of your choice. Who do you bowling. think I am? <laughs> Walking to Waitrose. I don't know. I don't know what you do in your life. Um, but their voices like okay. so amazing together. And okay, this is where I say it. Okay, I'm saying it, and I'm saying it, and you already know the, you already know this. This is the first episode where I'm attracted to Kurt Hummel. I believe this is the start of a beautiful journey. It is this episode. I realise it because <laughs> when he's singing the song, I'm like, oh, because he's no longer baby. He is no longer baby. He is. He's baby the entire also, time. I'm sorry, but. I think. Mm, season five, Kurt is not. That is to so Darren. true. Ba- ba- okay. Blaine is baby come season three. Blaine is so baby, he cries all the time. I love him. And he talks to puppets and he's so cute. Oh my god. <laughs> what? Oh. I'm just thinking about Jonathan Gross. Three minutes. Um, so they finish the, the song and the audience is clapping, but the, it's long finished and they're still clapping. And I don't understand why. Okay, so we've just had we've just had four minutes. Yeah. So the next song is What It Feels Like for a Girl. Why was this song in this episode? It's not so pointless. This whole scene wasn't needed it's yeah like, it feels like a deleted scene but it's not yeah um i w- 
was talking to Stan about this earlier, so I'll give you his input as well. Okay. Um, neither of us understood why that was a thing. We're just like, it makes no sense. <laughs> I know. Like, it's just not, it doesn't, it doesn't have any place in it. They're all just dicks in this scene. Yeah. They all just, none, none of them care. And I just don't like, like I don't, like, they're in a glee club. They sang so many other songs by females, and yet they don't want to sing Madonna. I know. They're like, I draw the line. I don't get Lady Gaga is fine. But Madonna, nah. Yeah. The line. They sang Tina Turner in wheelchairs, and yet they're drawing the line at singing a, um, a Madonna song. I nearly said Matilda. A Madonna song. <laughs> um, the vocals are nice. It's just an awkward setup. Like the harmony is beautiful. Yeah. But they're just like standing on the piano. But also, they don't give any. Okay, I'm glad that Kurt got four minutes. Even then, I would have been pissed because he didn't get to go in the yeah. girls' one, and all he gets is, mm-hmm. You want to know, don't you? What it feels like to be a girl. Like, that's all he gets. Poor Kurt Hummel. Yeah. Will needs to stop pretending that he is directing them. He needs to stop <laughs> that his hands are doing anything. They aren't watching. He him. was having the most fun in that performance. I just, I just, he needs to stop. He needs to stop. Also, no one else cared as much as he did. He was, he was really going for it as well. He was like probably swinging his arms. In he was, this he world. Doing it. He was doing the most. Also, if you don't know, uh, Stan's Wi Fi is not working. I keep trying to add him back, but he's not coming back. So they get like the like, little like scenes where it's like Artie feels bad about being mean to Tina. So he's like, but it's like a flashback to like when he was being mean to Tina. And he's like, I am a powerful woman. And I don't need no man. And she's like really aggressive, like swinging her arms like everywhere. I was like, whoa. Like, as she should. Um, so then it's like the whole scene with Jesse and Finn and Rachel. And it's like a bit of tension because they're all like, it's like a love triangle kind of. And Jesse goes, all right, Finn, me, you, sing off. Finn would lose so hard in a sing off with Jonathan Groff. So hard. <laughs> Like I can't, a poor Finn. I'm glad that didn't happen. And then he goes, "Oh, Jesse, I put together a number. Just come with me. Act like a prayer. You cannot tell me that Finn Hudson put that number together. You cannot yeah. tell me the immaculate." Vocals. I don't want to do anything, Madonna. Yeah, I don't do anything, Madonna. But let me put like a massive thing together where everyone's singing. I've got a, a, a choir of like eighty people because you know <laughs> that's just what I do. Yeah. No, also I found it so funny how <laughs> Jesse St. James has been here for like one episode and <laughs> he's already outshining Finn and Finn just looks even more awkward dancing now that Jonathan Groff is in there. <laughs> it's really funny. Okay, so Stan was messaging me saying my final note is that I hate the performance that the boys do. <laughs> <laughs> As yeah. you should. Maybe this number's the best number in the episode. I can't. Re- it's between this and four minutes. I can't tell which one I prefer. Um, mm. But vote. I prefer four minutes. Okay. But I, I think I do like this one because it is the Glee Club instead of the Cheerios. Like, considering we're watching Glee, yeah. I like this because it is the Glee Club. Yeah. I and agree. so it's got, so it's got uh, like Rachel and Finn and Jesse and. Kurt and Mercedes, like they're all involved with it. I love four minutes. I think four minutes is my preferred performance, but mm. in context, I prefer like a prayer. Yeah, I agree. And I think this is like the most full we've seen the Glee Club and think ever. I'm not sure. I'm not sure members are in it come season three, 
there's quite a lot obviously mm. still but like I love this kind of like dynamic I know that Jesse being in Glee Club doesn't make sense like like forever he like it, it makes sense to have the plotline that he does but like having him there is really fun because we only see Jesse in a Glee number a couple times he's in this one he's in Eyesight's Baby he's in Home it's the next episode then he pretty much leaves after that but he's only in a couple um and never has a vocal a big vocal moment unless you count um Total Clips of the Heart but I don't really because it's not like a massive group number um mm. what i will say is that kurt's vocals are heavenly in this pardon the pun it's called like a prayer but a beautiful um jonathan Coff's vocals are amazing as well because he sings a lot in the like the full version and quinn's baby bump is back now apparently because she just it comes yeah. and goes in episodes it's fine <laughs> um yeah but, that's all right but puck, <laughs> I know, puck was the one who like hated madonna the most like at the beginning he is loving and it at the end. He's loving it. He was pumping his fist. You know that, you know, <laughs> in a teenage dream, when Blaine comes in teenage dream, and there's that one guy in the back, like, just, like yeah. pumping his fist. This is Puck <laughs> in this episode. Yeah. Um, this song gives me shivers, like, the whole time. And the thing I will finish on is that, in with the big choir in the background, Amber Riley's mum is in the choir, and you can see them two, like, hugging towards the end. It's really, really cute. Aww. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's so cute. I know. And she's like, Mum, you got a job. Um, <laughs> but yeah. And that is this episode. And honestly, it's one of the episodes where you could watch most of it not knowing what's happening and it's like enjoyable. There's not, mm, I don't know, like this one seems to me have like a, a well rounded plot. There's loads of songs. It's what Glee, this one's about what, like, what Glee is about to me personally compared to like acafellas yeah <laughs> i i really like this episode i re i actually do really like when they pick one artist or one album and then that's what they base the entire episode on because i feel like i i think with glee like there's a lot of things that, that with glee like if it's just a load of songs that have no meaning to the plot i know that's not what they do really but i like the fact that because they're a whole glee club and they're supposed to have an assignment every week. Like it makes sense for them to focus solely on one artist or one album. And I, I feel like they only did it a few times. There weren't that many times where it was only dedicated to one band or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you'd be surprised. I, there is I actually, actually, really there is actually quite a lot. Like Billy Joel, Billy Joel's one of my favourite artists ever. And I was introduced to him from Glee. Um, they always have Beatles, they have the Burke Bacharach one, who his name is, in season six. Obviously, they have Lady mm-hmm. Gaga twice or something, I think, maybe. Um, they have, like, a bunch. Britney. Britney, twice. Um, they have so many, and I really do, I love them, I agree. Michael Jackson, my favourite one of all time. Yeah, they're like mini, uh, mini jukebox musicals, yeah. aren't they? So, Open Your Heart Borderline isn't really about anything, but it's just like a duet they sing together. So, like, yeah. the actual words don't mean anything to the plot, it's just like let's sing this song the difference between a song yeah. happening because of an issue in glee and them singing a song because it's a song yeah i think there's a lot of times where they do just sing a song because it's a song and i i think i would like it a bit more if they found song like the thing with jesse's girl oh. even though they definitely named jesse st james jesse so that they could use that song like it works it's, it's one of the like best the things entire- that ever done yeah, the entire context of that song works so well with the context of the episode. Literally. Like, one example <laughs> I have, I love Chris Colfer, I don't think it's his fault, but there's, in his episode, season five, 
they're like a, a dog shelter and they start singing i'll stop the world and melt with you like it has no relevance to what's happening in, this, in like right now but yeah that was the episode next episode is home not my favorite one but i know it has a lot about kurt in it so i'm excited to watch it also i did the competition and i put them in random orders all the people who had done um reviews for us on our podcast and the winner is actually kim who is one of my favorite people in the entire world so i hope <laughs> i'm not gonna tell her i'm gonna wait for her to listen to this episode and see if she's a real listener or not <laughs> you got to the end of this kim let tech message me and Congra- congratulations <laughs> and we will do you'll come on on the podcast um so sorry this being late <laughs> it will be up tonight i promise and um yeah. thank you for listening stan <laughs> i love you don't know where you are but his wife i cut out but anyway thanks thanks for the contribution yes. please um <laughs> follow us on tiktok all that fun stuff comment and like leave us we have a q a section now on tiktok where you can ask us questions we will answer in every podcast leave us a review on apple podcast if you haven't already and sophie love you lots and i will see you tomorrow you. When you come to my house i will <laughs> yeah <laughs> bye everybody bye, bye.